Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The National Obsession with John Cadogan and Charlie Baker. You are listening to the National Obsession, a National League football newsletter. Oh, yes. John. Big time. Big time. It's an update for the newsletter being delivered through your door via the wonder <laughs> of podcast technology. We don't talk about listeners. We talk about our circulation. Yeah. If people want the print copy, they're very welcome to it. You just have to write in. <laughs> I mean, just for clarity, there is there is no print copy. I'm not. This already takes up enough John. of my life. You say that, you don't know what I do the rest of the week. Well, that's true. I I, I type it all up. (laughs) Get it on some pink or green paper. Yeah. And it all goes out folded beautifully in everybody's bag. I didn't realise. Before they go home. I thought you were a busy gigging comedian, uh, you know, without the sort of time for this sort of malarkey. I mean... I'm in the newsletter trade. They, they say the print media's gone, John. No, they haven't, well, we're bringing it back. Kept, very niche, isn't it? They say, go niche now, go small time. This is you're it. Opening up a shop, you're opening up a shop on the high street, cater for a very small group of people. That's what I'm doing with my newsletter service. <laughs> and that's what we do with the Natos pod. It's the definition. We're narrow casting. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We're a National League football podcast. We're not a Talk United podcast, as people throw that mud at us. Very, no, very regularly. Absolutely as not. You, as you can see recently from, if you look at our Twitter feed at the moment, <laughs> there's literally no, there, are, there is some talky content, you some do, talky United you content. You do well to uh, to pick out any talky United content in there. But I mean, look, as, as well as the, uh, you know, tweets, there is the old tweet about talky. I don't know if you noticed um, a fantastic video I put out at the weekend, literally, I, I... literally on the ice. That's John, still up there it. on at Natob's pod, literally on the old ice rink at Somerset House, on the ice. I, w- I was wondering if ITV are going to be in touch. <laughs> well, I mean, I... To, to, to be fair, after a shaky start, I, I found at the end, I think I found my true calling. I was absolutely brilliant. Were you, were you good at it, John? Well, I even I, I got you... a, I got a bit cocky and then I went into the speed skating stance, you know, the old... Like you oh, see in lovely, the Winter yes. Olympics, lovely. arms behind one the back. Arm, one arm behind the back. Yeah. What was his name? Will, um, Will, 
Oh, what was his name? Famous speed skater, Will. Will. Oh, I, don't, I have absolutely no idea. Will Young, I am. No, we, we, had, we, had like a, we had like a good speed skater for a while in this country. Will speed skater. <laughs> Hi, I'm Will speed skater. <laughs> speed skater, uh, Will, Will speed, self, I've actually, Smith. I've actually put in Will speed <laughs> skater. <laughs> That's another sport altogether. <laughs> but what I do in my own time <laughs> is up to me. Not a N A I S P. Hey, John, but the National League happened. Oh, isn't it, it did. I mean, I know, I know we're trying to ignore it at the moment. Yeah. But it has happened. National we can't, what? We can't deny it. I know. We better. I mean, look, let's work out what's coming up. Let's work out what's coming up on the newsletter. Coming up on the newsletter this week, uh, well, like you say, plenty of National League news. Two sets of games uh, to cast our collective eyes over. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, we'll do a brief talky corner. Um, we don't like to talk okay. about talky because they're not doing that well. But I'm not, And also, we're not, we're not a talky podcast. We're not so we a talky podcast. It doesn't really matter that much. But uh, you have got an on the spot. You went to a National League game, so it's only fair. I did. Uh, that we I bring did, you did, an on the spot match report from Eastleigh. Uh, we've also got a big interview uh, this week uh, with former Soccer AM presenter, current TalkSport presenter, Cambridge United fan Max Rushton. We're going to round up. Uh, in the uh, Pick of the Pop style, uh, we asked you for your suggestions for our Christmas production. Oh, yes, of um, course. We looked for that, didn't we? And you you're, really looking for, you're looking for inspiration. Inspiration. And you came back to us in your droves. So we'll round up the best of those. Uh, another fourth game. Jane Kelly returns, mm. as does Jim's Bentley. The new and improved and streamlined ah, Jim's Bentley. By, po- by popular demand. I think it might Jim's actually... Jim's Bentley returns. I think it might be winnable now. You never know. Uh, Jim, Jim Bentley won again last night, John. He did. Away at Wrexham. Yeah, he did. Uh, I think we might have a musical number from Chorley Bassey as well. Uh, it's all to come. It's all there. It's all going to happen. Magic. Well, give us some news, John. Why don't I'll, you do that? I'll bring you some news. Let's go back uh, to Saturday first. Uh, and like you say, yes, Jim's Bentley firing on all cylinders. Uh, they beat Dagenham 3-0 at home. So uh, as the first sort of uh, signs of revival under, uh, under Jim's Bentley. Working his magic. Uh, one team who are struggling, much like Torquay, really, is Notts County. Saturday, they went to Aldershot and lost 2-1. So that was uh, a really poor result for Notts County. Aldershot mm. went ahead through Mohamed Betamur, um, named after a little-known incident in the Nativity. I don't know if you've ever... <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever seen that one of the I wise like men I can see where it's going he had to take his present back to the shop he wasn't happy with it he did want some better myrrh yeah yeah we we, we knew where you were going with it yeah, John the yeah. moment you said the nativity have you ever seen um, the Muppet Christmas Carol John? I love the Muppets Christmas Carol it's the, obviously the best film of it all time it and, uh, and it's got Michael come, come in and know me better myrrh <laughs> <laughs> yes you're right <laughs> it was Barrow 2, Barnet 1. This is still on Saturday. Barnet had Marrow de Silva Vilhate playing for them, which I, th- I realise fits in quite well with Living Davida Loca. <laughs> Lovely, John. Marrow de Silva Vilhate. You see, it works quite well. Yeah, that's beautiful. Marrow de that's Silva Vilhate. Very good. <laughs> Obviously, it was uh, Chorley 1, Torquay 0. Doesn't matter. Move on. Mm. Dover 1, Solihull Moors 1. Uh, Halifax 1, Eastley 1, which meant no wins in three uh, for Pete Wilde's promotion chasing Halifax. I think they're playing on the Hootenanny this year. <laughs> 
Pete Wilde's promotion yeah. chasing Halifax. Oh, give, us, give us a bit of that, John. Like like a, a, <laughs> Pete Wilde's promotion chasing Halifax. Bit of a super group. Hogmanay. Hogmanay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good outtake from last week, which oh. you wouldn't have heard. <laughs> oh, did it not get on? It no, it didn't. It, it was definitely it was like, in, a, it was in an off air conversation. Hogmanay. <laughs> Jules Holland's just slightly wrong. <laughs> Me getting it wrong, like a right old dad. Uh, my mum once called, You've been framed. Are you being framed? <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. was uh, Harrogate 3, Chesterfield 1. Uh, Chesterfield did go ahead in that game, but collapsed. Hartlepool 2, Boreham Wood 2. Uh, Boreham Wood were 2 0 up, but uh, chucked it away in the last 20 minutes uh, to let Hartlepool back into the game. But they did go ahead, Boreham Wood through a penalty from Zorba Thomas. Let's have a quick glass of ouzo. Is that Greek? Oh, lovely. I love a bit of ouzo. Glass of ouzo. Pizza bread. Oh. Have a pizza bread, please. In, um, when I went to uh, Estonia, they they had, they had did ouzo with tequila on top of it, and it splits, and then um, chilli in the top. Oh, my God. Like a, dro- a drop of chilli in the top. It was good, John. <laughs> I only had two. Uh, it was Stockport 1, Ebsfleet 1, Sutton 0, Bromley 2. Uh, Bromley returning to winning ways after five without a win uh, on Saturday. And Wrexham 3, Yeovil 3, a thriller at the race course. But you better not kill the groove, as uh, Sophie Ellis-Bexter oh. once said. Mid <laughs> killer of the race course. <laughs> As we can see there, and we'll see by the results in a minute, John. Yes. No one is pulling away. Everyone is beating everybody. Everyone we need absolutely all over the place. Badly. Everyone's all over the shop. No one's got any form. No worries. It's bonkers. No it's worries. a bonkers league, and there'll be... There's no There's no good team. There's no team like that yet Um, that's just absolutely massive, really running away with it. Yeah. And that team will be... Talkie United. <laughs> uh, Tuesday night, uh, obviously another set of games. Harrogate uh, got a last-minute equaliser, drawing two all at home to Halifax. Dover three, Maidenhead four. Plenty of goals uh, at the Crabble. A seven-goal thriller for Vera Lynn to enjoy uh, down at oh, the Crabble. She'll have loved that. Our she'll old, have loved that, she? she'll oh. absolutely love that. Some old Chelsea pensioner down in Dover. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. Um, so yes, I'm sure all of that got bleeped. Redacted. None of that going out. Not until, not while she's alive. Anyway, you can't do that. Yeah. Uh, it, it was Notts County two, Bournemouth two. So two, two all draws in a row uh, for Bournemouth, and they got themselves a 90th minute equaliser. Guess who from? <laughs> Zorba Thomas again. <laughs> Right, he's on fire. He is absolutely he's on, on fire. fire. He's, he's, he's had one of them oozos they've set on fire. <laughs> he's had a flaming ouzo. Yeah, Zulba Thomas, I don't know what was in his pre-match oh. pit of bread. We've done ouzo, we've done a bit of Greek music, a bit of pit of bread. <laughs> there we are, we've done. Uh, it was Dagenham 1, uh, Sutton 2, so a couple of really poor results in the road for Dagenham. Stockport 1, Solihull Moors 4. What the hell is going on at Solihull Moors? What the hell? second or something, they, John? But this is what you mean. They had a really poor start to the season, Sunny Hole. And now look where it's they are. It can all change. It can all change gone. so quickly. It, oh, the cards. I mean, nothing for a pair. Um, and I look at the top of the table, John. None of those teams are winning the league. No. None of those top four are winning the league. Okay, Promise interesting. You. I could maybe Promise see you. Sally Holmore's doing it, but look, you never know. No, um, no, yes. no, 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 no. <laughs> If you think it's bad, you could be a Chesterfield fan. Chesterfield won Hartlepool 5 on Tuesday night. I mean, Ooh. what on earth? But look, it's clear 
something has to change, and it has. They sent out a tweet uh, on Wednesday morning off the back of that game. Member of backroom staff departs. You think, well, that's it. You know, got to make a change. That's right. Strength and conditioning coach Rob Coleman has gone. He's, He's gone. gone. They just, they're not strong enough. <laughs> no. And they're conditioning. Their, te- their hair looks terrible. <laughs> it is. So that's it. Coleman <laughs> Out. Woking 2, Bromley 1, don't need to talk about that. Not interested. Uh, Barrow 2, oh. Chorley 2. Great result for Chorley. Uh, two, I mean, a few good results in a row. They beat Chesterfield, beat us, threw it up at Barrow. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so they're picking up a little bit, but Barrow still stayed top. Barnet 5, Ebsleet 2. So a bit of a brutal thrashing for Ebsleet there. So they slipped down to the bottom. Uh, Yeovil 2, Aldershot 2. And Wrexham 0, AFC filed 1. So all of that means that Wrexham are now dropped down to 22nd. and Chesterfield, Struggling, John. Yeah. Struggling, Wrexham, aren't they? Edfleet dropped to the bottom. Chorley move up a place to 23rd, so they're starting to pick up. Barrow stay top. Sullyhold, Bromley, Woking, Halifax, Irville and Harrogate in the playoffs. Do you want a quick Romford update whilst we're on the news? Yeah. Oh, yes, please. How are we getting on down there? Uh, they lost 3-1 to Derryham Town uh, on the oh weekend. It ended up with 10 men. Uh, so, so a fairly uh, lacklustre start for Glenn Templin, who truly is king of the bells. I mean, uh, we don't need to do Templins and Dragons. No, because it's just it's there. It's we can't happening. Get close to what actually happened. A brilliant news roundup. Oh, and well you. done for you, Double oh, Bubble. Thank you very um, much. This is the National Obsession. The National Obsession. You're listening to The National Obsession. Now, this week's big interview, John, I don't know how you've got it. <laughs> Somebody, I really stretched, stretched my contacts. He's rarely but... away from your work. He sports Cambridge United. Yes. He used to present Soccer AM. He no longer sports Soccer AM because he's busy on a Saturday morning with me, 9 to 11 on Talk Sport. It is the brilliant Max Rushton. <laughs> What do I miss most about the National League? Absolutely nothing. There is nothing. The only feeling you have when you're in that division is how quickly can we get out of this misery and shit. Am I secretly quite pleased Torquay beat us in the 2009 playoff final so it gave us an extra season in non-league? What are these questions? <laughs> no, I was not happy about it. Actually, for me, it was very good in my first year of Soccer AM for Cambridge to be playing Torquay at Wembley. It sort of felt like it was scripted. But when that horrible long-haired Chris Hargreaves scored, I was very disappointed. And uh, I, no, I have no... Dreaming spires or punting on the cam. So uh, my summer job was punting on the river cam. And it was very good. It was cash in hand. That's good, isn't it? And you got a little brown envelope at the end of the week. And half of your body got incredibly fit because he's got a one-armed-based fitness routine. So, so by the end of a summer, I'd have a, a left peck but my, and a right move. <laughs> like I'd take Cambridge over Oxford, although I had a wonderful time studying at Oxford. No one believes I went there. Am I still annoyed with Phil Bolland for getting sent off in the 2009 playoff final defeat to Torquay? I will let you in on a secret. I'd completely forgotten not only that Phil Bolland got sent off, I'd forgotten the name Phil Bolland. Um, but Phil, forgive me for that. Uh, it literally is, does not cross my mind on a regular basis. John Beck or Richard Money? Um, this is another stupid question. Uh, John Beck, 100%. Took us from uh, 18th in Division 4 to the cusp of the Premier League, quarterfinals in the FA Cup, two years running. A lot of people credit sort of Bielsa or, or maybe Pep 
with uh, the football that people play now, but it, it all came from John Beck. Tim Sills headed for Torquay versus Cambridge in the 2009 playoff final, or Chris Hargreaves left-footed thunder uh, I like neither. Uh, there's something about Chris Hargreaves that sits, just sort of has stayed with me for longer, so I, I don't care, actually. I'm Max Rushton on the ice. National Obsession. You are listening to the National Obsession and it's time for Talky Corner. Come on, Lino. Lino, you bitch. Sort it out for sake. Fucking rubbish. Run faster, you fucking bitch. Referee, you bastard. Are you from fucking Cornwall? Oh dear. Uh, well, oh I saw some sh- I saw some lo- real life shoplifting today, John. Oh yeah. Oh right. Okay. In in a, in a shop, Christmas in a toy shop, it was. And wow. A woman ran out ran out with some stuff in her bag. I thought, you know, she didn't. She, you know, her kids might get a nice present this Christmas. Um, and that's how I feel a bit about Chorley. I'm beating us <laughs> Saturday. Well, you know, they need some they need some points from somewhere, don't they? <laughs> I think we can spare the points for these younger teams at the moment. We're doing yeah, we took them off the big teams. Like one of those when back. you're watching Channel Four and then it just comes on. Can you help a struggling <laughs> National League side this Christmas? That's what it's like, John. It's all frustrating because we've got no players, John. I if know, we were losing but... with our normal players, I'd be cross. But it's just like, oh, well, this I is, know. We're just, I can we're kind just of, have to suck this up. I can kind of take losing to Eastleigh because we always lose to Eastleigh. We never beat Eastleigh. Mm. Uh, and, mm. you know, you kind of think, well, yeah, but I don't know. Chorley was a bit of a depressing one. But, I mean, look, the thing is about Chorley um, is there is quite a well-known singer. <laughs> there is, of course. From Chorley. There is, of course. I think she's related to, to the great Shirley Bassey. This is Chorley Bassey. Oh, very nice. With her ode to the goalkeepers. Yeah. Um, of Torquay United. <laughs> Cold fingers. Love the bench. Always on the A38, M5, M6. Between the sticks. I've got such cold fingers. Pretty boy, please don't shoot above my shin. It will go in. It will go in. It will go in. What a voice. voice. What a voice. What a voice. I turn around. I turn around <laughs> in my chair. <laughs> um, so 1 0 lost to Chorley. And then, yeah, Eastley on Tuesday night. A bit of a disappointing 3 2. 3 0 down before half time. Pulled it back in the second half. But, I mean, you were there. And we are going to have some on the spot match reporting. I must very quickly <laughs> apologise to uh, one of our valued listeners uh, and a fellow Dorky fan, uh, Tom Vosbert. I, yeah. I realised far too late that I'd walked past him at, at Waterloo I've realised afterwards I'd, I'd completely blanked him so I must apologise <laughs> apologize. I wasn't wearing my glasses I wasn't being rude no, I, in Eastleigh uh, Tuesday night I couldn't park it was a nightmare to park 
And I found this lay-by. Yeah. It was like I could see the ground from the lay-by. Yeah. So I left, and there were other cars parked there. So I let jump in. Then there was a, a fence. Yeah. You could jump over. And you were like in the grounds. And it was like, okay, right. Save me a big long walk and everything. So I jumped over this fence. And as I was clapping, you know me, John, I could have been a gymnast. If I could be bothered. <laughs> Very supple. Very sort of lithe. <laughs> and um, as I was, let's say, clambering over the fence, uh, this bloke went, oh, we're from the podcast. Hey. I was like, oh, oh God. I was like, oh, you should have said on the ice. So I, was, I was on a fence, literally, <laughs> literally on the fence. On the fence. <laughs> oh, that's, that's very nice. Said. Maybe send us a letter, Tom, to tell us your experience of John blanking <laughs> you. And it might, it might even get a FOF number out of it. You he might know. do. I mean, I, I feel like that's the least we can do to, uh, to make it up. But yes, Tuesday night, Eastley, let's hear what you had to say for yourself. Um, five, five minutes in, um, it's been all us, but that's because they're at a shit. And uh, we've not been able to really put any passes together so far. Welcome to Eastleigh. Uh, t- I'm 12 minutes into seeing this uh, new look shit hockey um, that we seem to be going with at the moment. Um, I know we haven't got any midfielders, but we just seem to be playing it over the midfield. That seems to be the tactic. I mean, I, we've just got no shape. We just miss, miss all our players. Oh, I just want, just want the National League South back. Literally, easily second attack. We've been absolutely stupid at the back as ever. Uh, blatant handball. Defence stopped defending. Here he comes. It's Rendell, of course, to take the penalty. Kovalainen in goal. Up steps Rendell. Here he comes. Long run up. Little stutter. Bottom left-hand corner. It was always going to happen. Second attack. We've had all the play. Seems to be how it works. Oh, God. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Where's that white team going? Anyway, look. When they all come back, when all our players come back, we'll have another go at it. But, uh... 3-0. Half-time. Well, uh... I mean, the mental first ten minutes, second half. It's really exciting. Should have... We've had the chances. Larry made very ma- too many bad decisions in and around the box, coming forward. And uh, should have won the game, really. Honestly, should have won the game. And um, annoying, 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 annoying. Wow, there we are. Depressed. I mean, it's what a yeah. It just sounded a bit depressing. Also, in that commentary of uh, of Rendell's penalty, yeah. I do a little little glitch in the because I say down to his left, right, right, down to his right because <laughs> I was I don't know how you call it's because I was sat behind the goal. Right? Yeah, who's so right? I was like, is it my right or his left? Well, that's Which what they is say. It? Is it to the left to the keeper's left? That's keeper's that would left. that would be how they'd say keeper's it, wouldn't right. it? Yeah, if we do ever right. get the Natob's commentary off the ground, this is the sort of thing you've got to look forward to. <laughs> it's gonna who's happen, left? Isn't it, John? Left, right. Natob's comms. My left. Natob's his right. will happen at some point. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> but yes, I mean, look, I have full confidence we can beat Stockport at home on Saturday. Um, hopefully 100%. we might have a few players back. If not, hopefully they get the hoses on the pitch and call, call the bar off. Is Reedy injured? Yeah, or is he, in, in inverted commas, injured? Well, I mean, no, I don't know about him. Trying to sell him I Christmas. don't know about the inverted commas, but he is in. He's he's out for two weeks. He's got a bunion on his foot. Bunion, back of the bunion bag in the bunion. <laughs> Stop! He got a bunion from putting him in the onion bag. 
got, I got there in the end, didn't I? You got there, yeah. You, we, you, we all, you heard yeah. the workings out as I was going, bunion, it runs so, with onion. Onion back. Work. Footballers, onion back, bunion, onion back. <laughs> Elliot, Elliot, bunion. <laughs> that was Talky Corner. Yes. The National Obsession. You're listening to The National Obsession and it's time for Letters from a Listener. Joel, you send back a letter from a listener. Any letters, John? Oh, yes. We've got uh, a lovely letter uh, this week from Steve Thomas, Foff13, who says... Hey, Steve. On the ice, Steve. On the ice, Steve. He says, Charlie and John, call me untrusting, but John's recollection of incidents at Playmore in last week's show was highly suspicious. (laughs) Steve is quite suspicious of you anyway, John. Remember, I, remember yeah, this. I think he is, really. He has, he has previous on this. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He says, I think that the letter from a listener was close to discovering the truth of their accusation that John had been spotted entering corporate hospitality. John's mm. highly visible bust-up with a pop-side regular during the match and reported long drinking session with a Sky at Night presenter in boots and laces before the game ah. seem extraordinary. <laughs> And his performance on the show last week put me in mind of famous faking it tears of a killer incidents where a murderer <laughs> tries to throw the investigation off the scent by creating distractions and false recollections yeah. whilst knowing damn yeah. well that they are guilty of the crime. I'm convinced, true, that, I'm convinced that John engineered and highlighted these incidents as a conspiracy to imprint a memory on fellow supporters that John was in the pub or on the terraces, giving him an alibi before he sneaked back to receive the best hospitality of Playmore. Yeah. My accusation yes. is in no way related to any personal grievance I have with John for being the unfortunate <laughs> foth humiliated in the Jim's Bentley quiz recently. The fact... <laughs> I the think fact, he feels robbed. I he think so. Robbed, Probably robbed. rightly so. The fact that I flunked a quiz which was as impenetrable as a diamond-encrusted chastity belt <laughs> and, as, <laughs> and as popular as Steve Evans at the tax office is purely coincidental. <laughs> On the ice, Steve Thomas Foth. 13. On the ice, Steve. And do you know what? He wouldn't fling this around, John, because we know he's a union man. He's a union... Steve, what's the first sign of madness? Paranoia. Oh, Paranoia, oh, John, Steve. Yeah. That, You're paranoid. what you... But John, that is what you would say if you were trying to put people well, off maybe. the scent. The, you, in your ivory palace of being a man of the people, John, Steve. is coming crashing down Where's because the... Steve has found it out. We're becoming like one of those true true crime podcasts. Steve, where's the smoking gun? You haven't got one. Oh, where's the grassy Where's the grassy knoll in all this, Steve? I'm going to find it. You know that steel does not melt at that temperature. <laughs> the flag at Playmore was fluttering in the wind when it when it shouldn't yeah, have it been. Was. Yeah, well, it was. Ah, well, Steve, thank well, you for the letter. I think we're on to something. If look, anybody else doubts John's working man credentials, do let us know on at Nat Ob's Pod or National or Obsession at Gmail. One. National Obsession at Gmail dot com. Steve, don't be such a doubting Thomas. Come on. Uh, <laughs> I'm, here, I'm here all week. <laughs> we are. Also, in letters from a listener this week, uh, as we said at the beginning of the programme, we asked for your help. We put a call out, John, didn't we, for, we, yes. for people to give us potential titles for yeah. our Christmas-themed... Yes. ...the play that you do. I will just say you do it every single year. I've never been in, involved in this. No. Um well, I'm you, saying yeah. debacle. But, 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 <laughs> you haven't heard it yet, but we did ask for your help. For the Christmas production <laughs> this year, we needed some inspiration and you did come back to us in your drove. So it's only right that we run the rule over the best of them. Ah. Oh. 
always get a bit uncomfortable using this music. I don't know. I just oh yeah, mm. it's a bit seventies Radio One, isn't it? Uh, Rachel Malik uh, sent in uh, a few options: Snow White and the Seven. Hello, Rachel. Snow White and the Seven Dukus. Mm. Uh, sleeping, <laughs> Sleeping Beauty, which is quite good. That's nice. That's nice. That's very nice. <laughs> or Mother Bues. Mother Buse, very Buse. nice. A lot of people, Buse is a big favourite, isn't he? Buse is a local, big favourite, local baby. He's local, we like him. He's, local. he's one of our... <laughs> uh, John Greenwood uh, comes up with Wizard of Hours. Mm, I think we've done hours. Surely done hours. hours is over for hours. Don't want to really think about Gary Hours. But very uh, nice, thank you for getting involved. Andy, uh, APS underscore GB, uh, says Beauty, Beauty and the Beastly. Very nice, because we're not a talky podcast. Not a talkie. They're, all, they're all talky based so far. Exactly. Jack and the Beans talky. Uh, could be. No, I, I could like be. it. I like it. Could I be. like it. Uh, Matty Hayward uh, comes up with... <laughs> I mean, this is the definition of laboured. Politics politics student, of course. <laughs> he comes up with Taiwo Atiane Snow White and the Seven Danny Stevens. <laughs> I mean, I mean, well, it doesn't roll shame, off the tongue, though, does it, Matty? That's the problem. No, but, but lovely, but lovely mention but, of time, Matty. And we and we insist, as always, not a talky podcast. <laughs> not a talky podcast. <laughs> uh, and uh, Clive Haywood, of course, father of Matty, uh, came up with a few as well. Babes in Steve oh, Woods. No. no, that's very nice. <laughs> that's very good. Again, not a talky podcast. I, I personally like John Pierre Cimbarella, which was one of Clive's, <laughs> one of Clive's as well. That could be my new favourite. If we did that one, people might think we're a talky podcast. I I mean, I don't know why they get that idea. Andy Charles comes up with Beauty and Ben Goering. You can see what he's done there. You can see what he's done there. Not not bad. He also suggests Puss in Boots and Laces. (laughs) That's good. That's good. Oh, that's good. (laughs) Um, Sam Druiff comes up with Wizard of Nat Hobbs. Very nice. Not strictly a pantomime, though, is it? Wizard of Oz. If we're being absolutely brutal, not Christmassy or pantomime. Beef. Beef into into pod beef. Um, Lee Windiat comes up with Dooku in boots. Could work. Dooku in boots. Okay, yeah. Could work. And finally, I think possibly my favourite, and we're not a talky podcast. Mark Ridley, Rodney Jack and the Beanstalk. Oh yeah, very good. It's very good. I think I like Puss in Boots and Laces. Puss in Boots and Laces, or Rodney Jack and the Beanstalk with Andy McFarlane as the Beanstalk. Both. Or both. <laughs> I like, I promise, I it's don't, up to you, John. The it's big problem you, is I don't know the story of Puss in Boots, but I do know the well, story of Jack and the Beanstalk. Yeah, I'd, actually, I don't know the story of Puss in Boots. But look, we've got it all to look forward to. Thank you so much for those. So lovely letters this week. And as always, if you send us enough letters, you get to become a foff. And if you are in the foff circle, you get to play one of our games on the National Obsession, personally did that last week, and won through again to this week. Did she win, John? I can't remember. Well, we Wouldn't sort we of bent like the Jane? rules a little bit, just because we like we Jane, like really. Jane, we just like her, so she's got to come back this week. And it's Jane Kelly. Good evening, Jane. Good evening, on the ice. On, on the, the ice, ice you, Jane. Jane. Hey, Jane, it was so nice to meet you last night at Eastleigh, Jane. It was lovely to meet you too, yes. It was, that, Not- it was a highlight of a terrible evening. Um, and John, I met Jane, and she'd just gone to get two teas. Okay. And she she was climbing back up the uh, up the grandstand, and uh, she had these two teas in her hands. And we just scored. And we had a little chat, didn't we, Jane? And then she got up yep. to the top to sit with Tom. I'm assuming. And then we yep. scored again. And I thought Jane's got the lucky teas. <laughs> Jane, no, Jane's I'm, in with I'm, the lucky teas. No, I'm a jinx, Charlie. Oh, oh, you're not, Jane. You had those teas. You had those teas. And then I bet when you finished the teas, we didn't score again. Yeah, that's Jane? it. 
no, we didn't. And they were all sent, telling me to go down and have some more. But I didn't you really get some more tea, Jamie. Exactly. <laughs> I'd, have, I'd have bought you another bloody tea. If Gary, if Gary Johnson's listening, which we know that you know, sometimes inside the club they do listen to this. Bring a massive box of PG tips on Saturday and pay for Jane to come down and get a drinking. Get a thermos. Get a drinking in the in the pot side. Well, my son's coming. My son's coming down to the match on Saturday because it's his birthday. Oh, so. oh, nice. lovely. A nice way to spoil it for. Well, him. when the whole crowd is showing tea. T, T, T at nil, nil. We'll know, we'll know. <laughs> right, Jane, let's get on with it. I'm going to get the okay. games master for you and uh, John will explain what we are playing this week. Well, Jane, it's a new game for you this week, unfortunately. You oh, did no. <laughs> you did so well in Tamplington Dragons that we've had to try and fox you this week with the new and improved, slim-lined and totally possible to complete Jim's Bentley. Oh, yes, no. Jane, it is Jim's Bentley. Do you fear <laughs> Jim's Bentley? Oh, dear, I'm not going to be good at this. You do <laughs> not sound happy about it, Jane. It has defeated many before you. Have you got a cup of tea in your hand, Jane? Because that might help you. I haven't, because I've only this minute just come in from work, but ah, I'm sure Tom can go and get me a cup of tea. Well, I will pass you on to Jim. Right, Jane, the way this works is I've got my Bentley Continental GT. I get 26 miles per gallon out of it. It's crucial that you remember that. And I'm going to set you <laughs> set you a variety of maths challenges. But rather it's than... live maths, Jane. It's, it's live maths. maths. But rather than being almost impossible like last time, I'm just going to ask you for a simple higher or lower in the Bruce Forsyth style. Oh, the cards can be so cruel, the Jane. Do you understand so higher or lower? Give us a 12. Nothing for a... Nothing for a pair. Come on, dollies, do your dealing. Here we go. So, on Tuesday night, my team were playing up at Wrexham. It's a 160-mile round trip. How much fuel did I use? Bearing in mind, 26 miles per gallon, 160-mile round trip. That's all the information you need. 26 miles per gallon and 160 miles, Jane. Do you understand it? I do. So, how many... How many gallons of fuel did I use, higher or lower than six? <laughs> higher. Higher, higher, she says. Higher, higher than a six, higher. she says. It was, six, it was 6.15 gallons. So, Jane, congratulations. You're the first person to ever correctly answer a question on Jim's Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first question ever been able to be understood on Jim's Bentley. <laughs> that too. I've already liked this new format. On Saturday... This is question number two. Saturday, I'm playing Kingstonian in the FA Cup. Kingstonian down near southwest London. It's a 426-mile round trip from AFC Files. Mm, 26 miles per gallon. Simple again. How much fuel did I use? Or will I use, rather? 426 miles, 26 miles per gallon. Higher or lower than 20 gallons of fuel? 20 oh, gallons, God. Jane. Lower. Jane, She's you, gone lower. You, you've done it again, Jane. Blooming heck. 16.38 gallons in. of fuel. Jane, She's in. congratulations. She's in. You've done very well so far, but there is one final tricky question to win. <laughs> Do you want to gamble, Jane? Do you want to gamble? But on, the darts and your bully are safe, Jane. 
Apparently, the key to make the key to making this work is I've turned into Bruce Forsyth. Anyway, <laughs> the total, the total as we worked out there for the week was twenty two point five gallons of fuel. So this is the question: How much did I pay for that fuel using the UK average of one hundred and twenty five p a litre? Oh. One pound twenty-five a litre, and how many litres? Uh, well, Jim. You got, so you <laughs> you got to convert gallons to litres, oh, which is twenty-two. Oh, it's the world's worst quiz. <laughs> this was meant to be difficult. This it's last one, but I'll give you a higher. Popular demand. I'll give you a higher or lower. Was it higher or lower than a hundred and ten pounds worth of fuel? Higher. She's gone higher, she's gone, Jim. She's gone higher. Jane! Yay! Yes, Jane! Congratulations! Lucky cups of tea, Jane. <laughs> it oh, was... I've just got one here now. Oh, fantastic. It was £127.50 worth of fuel. Just to give you the quick bit of workings out for all the math geeks out there, 22.5 gallons is 102 litres of fuel. At £1.25 a litre, that's £127.50 of fuel. That's well done, it, Jane. Jane. You have won through to next week, Jane. Can you join oh, us God. next week? I'm sure I can. Steve Thomas will be furious. Steve Thomas will be (laughs) absolutely furious. Well done, Jane. Goodbye, fairly well. Fairly well. The National Obsession. There we are, John. That's it for another week. Oh, another week. It goes so fast. A lovely lovely podcast. goes so quick every time, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? I'm sure we're going to beat Stock, but we've got to beat Stock Ball. Yes. Do him again, we do him again. There we are, on the ice. On the ice. The National Obsession with John Cadogan and Charlie Baker. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.